0: Well, in spite of Jane's pleading, her niece Betty refuses to say who the fellow is she's been going out with. She did mention he's a musician. She did not add he was in his forties. This episode takes place about 10 o'clock at night and is in alternating scenes between David's studio apartment and the Ace's bungalow where Mr. Ace is waiting up for a showdown with Betty. But first to the apartment where we find David at the piano. Betty nearby. Listen.
1: phone. What? I believe that your phone, isn't it? Oh, I didn't
2: hear it. I was going to town, as your jitterbug would say.
1: Now, don't talk down to me again, David. I'm not a child.
2: <laughs> yes? Yes? Of course I was playing the piano. How'd you like it? Oh, really? Going to bed at this early hour? Oh, who is this, might I ask? Upstairs? Mrs. Who? Well, Mrs., uh, Gibbon, perhaps if I try something in a soothing vein, or perhaps, uh, yes, 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 well, try a sleeping powder, and the old buzzard.
1: David, is that somebody
2: complaining? Yes, imagine, complaining about my playing.
1: Well, it is rather late. Nonsense.
2: It's never too late for music. Besides, I'm in the mood.
1: But maybe if you played a little softer.
2: he Playwright Rachmaninoff soft? Don't be absurd, Betty.
1: Besides, I want you to talk to me, David. You've hardly said a word since dinner.
2: Music is the universal language, child.
1: And stop calling me child. <speaking in Spanish> Not so loud, David. She'll only be calling you again and making trouble. There, I told you she
2: would. David, it's the phone again. What?
1: Again, I told you she'd call.
2: Well, I'll soon put a stop to her. Be careful,
1: David. Don't
2: start an argument. Yes, Mrs. Gibbons. Oh, the superintendent, yes? Yes, I have been. How'd you like it? Oh, what a pity, Shall I play louder so you can hear down there. Oh, but my dear man, you knew I was a musician the day I moved in. You saw my piano. You even engineered moving it in. What do you think I did with it? Use it for uh, something to set a vase of flowers on?
1: David, don't.
2: Well, I'm sorry, old man, but I'm in the mood for Osmaninov tonight.
1: David, don't talk like that.
2: I don't care what you do. Tonight, I shall have music.
1: Now you've done it.
2: Then what? Is it against the law to play the piano?
1: But at this hour, David, after all, there's a strict rule in these apartments about noise. Noise?
2: Betty, do you call my music noise?
1: Of course not, but I meant... Well... Well, all the apartments my uncle manages have a strict ten o'clock rule.
2: Well, your uncle will have to change that rule for me, I'm afraid.
1: Oh, it's quite customary in all the apartment houses. If you go on this way, you'll only make trouble for yourself. And if the superintendent here reports it to my uncle, he'll start asking questions, and he might find out about you.
2: What's there to find out? And me. I still repeat what's there to find out.
1: Well, it- it's just that I don't want them to know who you are.
2: Now look here, Betty. I've told you time and time again, you're coming here too often.
1: Please don't start that again.
2: All right, back to my music.
1: No, David. Can't we just talk? Oh, I can't keep up with you and your moves. You have to play so loud. There's the telephone again. Stop it, it's the telephone. Let it ring. But you must answer it, David. Not I, you answer it. And let the superintendent find me here. Well,
0: let it ring. It isn't bothering me. Ring away. Who cares? She isn't going to listen to what I tell her. She's going to be sent back home. Now this is final. I'm having a talk with her tonight, once and for all.
3: Oh, all right, dear, but sit down. Look at you, walking to and from. Well, I'm
0: working myself up to a good-sized man. Yes, we
3: got the idea. And you
0: stay out of this, Marge. Don't you start sticking up for her when she comes in. Me?
3: I should say not. I've always said she deserves to be told a thing or two, and I'm glad you finally decided to let her have it. Well, but Dear, I... can't you do it in a sort of a roustabout way? Do you have to... I'll be
0: about all right. Imagine her telling me to mind my own business this afternoon when I told her she was going out too much.
3: Well, she told me worse than that. Well,
0: you had no business going down to the office in the first place.
3: What? Just trying to find out where she goes
0: Yes, by having Koki trailer
3: <laughs> I wish I could have seen that Tell that again, Jay? What happened? Well, like I told you Cokie was in the lobby with this disguise on yes. It was his idea wearing that disguise uh-huh. A black beard and a mustache Yes, go on, Jane. Well, I came out of the office with Betty And walked down the lobby And Cokie was supposed to follow her well, when she wouldn't come home with me, I said, well, goodbye, Daddy. And she says, so long, Aunt Jane. So long, Cokie. Uh, how do you like that? <laughs> I'd have liked to see the expression on Cokie's face. Oh, you couldn't on account of his tears. You couldn't see his face. <laughs> I don't know how she knew him. He was standing there in a corner waiting to follow her. Oh, <laughs> Listen, Mars,
0: now this isn't funny. The girl's got to be taught to respect anything we ask of her, and I'm going to see that she does.
3: That's quite a job you've got out for yourself there. Well,
0: I can handle it. Tonight we're having a showdown. Oh,
3: you can't talk to her, dear. Didn't I try it?
0: Oh, heaven only knows what you said.
3: I said everything you're supposed to yeah. I told her that we didn't care if she went out with somebody. only We want to know who he is. Uh-huh. I told her I always told my mother who I went out with. And she said, you're not my mother. And I said, I'm your mother's sister. I told her I used to tell my mother's sister who I went out with, and I did, too. You remember my Aunt dear? Well,
0: uh, yes, yes, I guess so. Aunt Celia,
3: you remember. Even after I started going with you, she kept thinking I was still going with uh, George Trusome.
0: George, who, who was that? Oh.
3: Some fellow I used to go with before you came along. Oh, I was second choice. Huh? Uh-huh. Oh, third, dear. There was Ronald Coleman ahead of both of you. Oh, there <laughs> was, was there? Oh, now who's that? Oh, I'll answer it, dear.
0: What time's it getting to be anyhow? A
3: quarter after ten.
0: A quarter it's after quarter. ten. Hello. F- Fine time for her to be getting in.
3: Uh, who is this, please?
0: Who is it for? Mitchell. Mitchell, is that for me, James?
3: Yes, sir, Mr. Mitchell. Who's Mr. Mitchell?
0: Oh, one of our apartment superintendents. More trouble now. That's all I need. A fire, maybe, or uh, Hello, Mitchell. Yes? Well, well, tell him to stop playing. You said what? Now, now, look, I'm not in any mood to be fooling around with guys like that. What's his name? Page? David? Page? Well, I'll take him up first thing tomorrow morning. Well, what do you want me to do now? This is no time to... They're complaining. Well, I'll come right over. I'll put a stop to that. I'll be right over. Oh, why the Some guy in one of the apartments making a lot of racket. I'm going to have to go over there. No. Well, what can I do? Everybody's complaining over there. I'll be right back. I'll settle him in two minutes. Now, you keep Betty up till I get back.
3: If she gets back ahead of you, we will. Uh, is
0: she better if she knows what's good for her? I have to drag the car out of the garage at this hour.
3: Of the uh, night. Your hat's here. I don't need a hat. I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, he'll catch cold. Oh, no, he won't. <laughs> the only thing I'm afraid of is that not, that night air will cool him too much. He won't have as much to say to Betty.
2: There, how was that, young lady? Oh,
1: that was beautiful, David, beautiful.
2: A very much overused, meaningless, and incompetent word, Betty.
1: Well, it was. Oh, okay,
2: let it go at that. What now?
1: Oh, no, don't play anymore, David.
2: Fired of my music?
1: Of course not, but it's it just... Afraid
2: of our neighbors?
1: Well, it was rather loud, David, and it it is rather late.
2: Oh, yes, it is. At past ten, late enough for you to be going home.
1: Oh, no, we haven't had a chance to talk all evening.
2: Too late now. What do you want to hear? Beethoven, Bach, Liszt, or some more Rachmaninoff? Not
1: now.
2: Why not? We seem to have reconciled our friend the superintendent to our music. He hasn't called for the past half hour.
1: Well, don't start him again, please. Oh, somebody at the door.
2: Well, who do we have here?
1: Oh, wait a minute, David. What? Wait before you open it. I don't want him to see you here.
2: Nonsense.
1: If it's the superintendent, he might recognize me. He works for my uncle. He's been in the office several times. I'll just step in. here.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Coming, coming.
1: Yes?
0: Uh, Mr. Page? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mr. Page. We have charge of these apartment here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mr. Mitchell, our superintendent here, called me and told me there's been a lot of racket going on here tonight. Racket? I don't
2: understand.
0: Oh, uh, that piano there.
2: Oh, yes, yes. I was playing.
0: Yes, and, uh, he just now told me that there's, a uh, company here. Company? Yes. Is there somebody else here? Not at all. Oh, uh, I see, yes. Oh, uh... Mr. Page, I see you bought one of those cute little doll hats. Are you going to wear one this season? Yes? Yes, this thing here. You know, I just can't get up the courage to wear one. Let's see how it looks on you. I get it, Mr. Ray. Uh, uh, you may come out now. Yeah, she may come. She is. Betty! Yes, what of
1: it? Betty, is it? Do you mean... So you found out, so what of it? Just a minute.
0: Is this the man that you... Mr. Page, I want to ask you not to see this young lady again. I quite understand, Mister. David.
1: Don't let him talk and like that. And you're
0: coming home with me this minute. Now get on this hat here,
1: David. Say
0: good night, Betty. It's goodbye. Of course, of course. I was only saying to the child before you came in that she was overdoing it. Oh, her. you were. Come on, you. I've been saving up all evening something to say to you. It'll just take the time to take.
3: Is that clock right, Marge? Absolutely. Oh, where is she? Why doesn't she come home ahead of I know what I'll do. I'll turn this clock back. You'll do nothing of the kind. Well, he's going to be awfully mad, Marge. Where could she be if I knew where to call her up or something? Oh, here comes somebody. Betty, is that you, Betty? Who is it? Is that you, Ed? Yes, it's I. Oh, I was hoping it was Betty. And look what I brought home. I'm going to bed. Just
0: a minute, young lady.
3: Where'd you find her? In
0: that apartment I just went to see about.
3: What? What a Mr.
0: Page entertained for Miss Taylor this evening. Betty. Yes, Mr. Page entertained to hear her tell it with Beethoven, Bach, and Rachmaninoff.
3: Betty, it's bad enough with one man, but who are those other three? What? <laughs> oh,
0: isn't that... Well, we've learned Betty's secrets. Just what becomes of her crush with Mr. Page we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.